Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Agent Power Huddle, everybody. I'm Amy Izzo, realtor in Northwest Indiana and Illinois, and I'm here live again this week. So to chat with you guys about all things real estate, this is my weekly spill and with Amy. Last week was my first time live in a while, and July was all recorded. So I'm back live. Um, I wanted to chat today. Last week, we talked about fundamentals of the business, just kind of getting back to basics. As I got back on live, I wanted to get back to basics. And we talked about um, having five pillars minimum, right? Building your table and adding one, right? Building your table and having five pillars minimum of where your business comes from. Um, And so we talked a lot about the four legs of the table, right? Being a really strong table and adding a fifth doesn't mean you won't add more down the road as you get really good at that. But especially if we're starting off at the business or if we're rebuilding for any reason, making sure we have multiple places that our business comes from. Um, And so we talked about quickly to review that because I want to take that into, so now what, right? Now what? If you have that going in your business, what do you do now? Um, And so I wanted to, I want to, kind of review that quickly. We talked about SOI being really important and definitely needing to be one of your pillars where your business comes from. That's your sphere of influence. People that already know, like, and trust you um, that will give you business, right? Help you find business, refer you business, do business with you, promote you, give you testimonials, those kinds of things. And we talked about how it's really complimentary when people do that, um, especially when agents say things like, oh, I'm 100% referral business. It's very complimentary, but I'm here to tell you just having, knowing that as a top producing agent, that it's not enough. Your SOI is great and it should be your number one, but it's not enough. And it is my number one. It's my number one source of business, um, but it's not enough because I need to be able to predict my income every single month. I need to be able to build an income I can rely on every single month. So to do that, I need other places that business comes from. We talked about number two, I don't care how you feel about it, needing to be social media. This is a great way to reach in to people's homes on their time, right? Come through the phone on their time at their convenience and let them see your personality. If you're watching this, if you've watched me before, you've seen my personality. There's a reason you watch this either on a replay or here live, right? So hopefully I add a little bit of value. Um, if you tune me out, I'm not for you. <laughs> That's okay. The same thing happens for us when we utilize social media to educate, to tell stories, Um to uh, promote what's going on in our business, to talk about what's happening in the market. We get a chance to demonstrate who we are as a person, what we know, how we help, right? How do we do things differently? Um, How are we different? We're all different and unique. We all say it different. If I talk about 
um, how buyers need to be pre-approved in this market when they're shopping. I'm going to talk about it different than maybe Mike is or Ronnie is. It doesn't mean I'm better or worse. It just means I'm different. So different people are going to resonate with me. Um, different people may resonate with Ronnie or Mike, for example, um, then resonate with me because they like the way they say it, right? They trust them. They like their presence a little in a little bit of a different way. So utilizing social media has got to be that second pillar, that second leg of your table. Video, especially posts are great. Video is better. Uh, one in video, I can see who you are. I can hear your voice. I can see you stutter and make a mistake and lose your train of thoughts. I can also see, which I do all the time, all those things. Those are my things. <laughs> but I can also see you um, with your knowledge and I can see your voice inflection and I can see your emotion and how much you care. Um, and how you feel about certain topics and things and what you know. And then it may motivate me as a consumer to reach out and ask you more questions, right? Or to ask for your help even. I get a lot of come list me calls that are just from people that have been watching me on social media secretly and quietly. And even I could do a better job there. As much as I put out, I could put more out um, on social media. So we talked about that. And then I don't care what the other ones are. There are at least a hundred other things you could do to build your lead generation. As long as you've got SOI and social media in there, now the task is to find what works for you. Are you going to approach FISBOs for sale by owners? How are you going to do that? Are you going to approach expireds? Are you going to door knock? Are you going to do more digital marketing tactics? Are you going to buy leads? Right? Are you going to get involved in your community uh, and work with different clubs and organizations? Are you going to promote teachers? Are you going to promote nurses? Right? Are you going to show them how you care and generate business from that? What is it that motivates you? Do you like open houses? Is that some place that you're comfortable? Um, what is it that works for you? Once you find four and you get really good at those, I'm going to have you add a fifth leg because sometimes one of our leather legs are wobbly, right? So I'm going to have you add a fifth leg if you, and then get really good at all of those. And over time, some of those will become such a rhythm that you'll find yourself doing other things. Um, so that's really, really important. That's a recap of last week. Now, once you have that in place, what do you do now? You get to working on those. Now, you get to working on those and your daily activity. And so I want to talk about what is my daily routine? Once I know what I'm after and how I'm going to get business, what does that daily routine look like? And I'm going to start the conversation a little bit different than you might expect because it has to start with self-care. Your daily routine should include what do you do in the morning? What do you do in the evening? How do you start your day? How do you end your day? And how do you fill the middle in, right? How do you fill the middle in? And I am a living example of how caring for yourself appropriately helps you increase your business and have more consistent business. My business has 5X in three years and I had a pretty good business to start with and I've done nothing new in my business except take care of myself more. That is the most important thing that I've done is take care of myself more. So I really feel strongly and I can show you, I should have, I don't have it handy to pull up. Um, I have a chart I did for a presentation where I charted my real estate 
sales, my transactions and my sales for the last seven years of my career. And they were pretty good each year. But when I pinpoint where I was at my lowest in my health to my best, which is today in my health, what you see from the lowest point to the highest point in my health is my business go up and up and up and up and up. And I'm not spending any more time in my business. No more time. How could that be? (laughs) How could that be that I haven't added any time? But my sales have gone up consistently month over month, year over year for the last three and a half years because I have more energy. I'm taking care of myself. My mindset is better. I'm clearer. I'm less foggy. Um, My health is just where it needs to be. Um, And that for me, and it's different for everybody, right? I have an agent that I'm working with. And for her, it's about drinking less wine, right? For somebody else, another agent I'm working with, it's about just committing to some daily exercise every single day um, because the energy is so low, right? Um, For me, it was about losing weight and being more active um, and having some mindset things in place for myself every single day that I would start my day off just for me, getting up in the morning, drinking water. For me, this may not be for everybody. It's some exercise. Um, It's making sure I know how I'm going to eat nutritionally for the day. It is... um, saying my morning affirmations, writing in my journal, reading something positive. Um, Everyone's different. You, for you, it might be that. It might be a podcast. You 30 minutes of a podcast. Maybe it's an audible book. You like to listen for 15 or 20 minutes. I have an agent that I'm working with. She's reading 15 minutes a day. That's how she's starting her day. Some of us do journaling, gratitude journals. Some of us like to reflect on our vision boards. I want you to have a morning routine. You get up and what is it that you do for yourself, right? Before you start your work activity for the day, what is it that you do that's just for you? And I don't care what our level of um, capability is because we're all in different places. We can all do something, right? We can all do something. We could sit in our chair and do this, right? We could read, right? We could listen to a podcast, but you need something that gets you clear in the right state of mind, feeling good so that you can move into the next kind of phase of your day. Then I would say after that, it's your daily activity. I want you to really track every single day, how many conversations you're having, How many people are you talking to about real estate? Now, Amy, how am I going to talk to people? Well, it depends on what those five pillars of where your business is, right? SOI, you should be calling your SOI regularly. Um, If you don't have a big, if you think you don't have a big enough SOI, I challenge you to go back and look at it and really make sure you've documented every single person that knows, likes, and trusts you. Who do you do business with? Um, Who are all your family and friends? Who are there? Some of their extended family and friends that maybe will know you. Um, what are the clubs you're involved in? Are, do you have children? Are they in school? You know, who are those parents that you know? This is your SOI. All of your past clients, if you've been in business, you've done all of your past clients. And I had some over the last two years that I'd fallen off my radar. I didn't do a good job keeping in touch with. I got back in relationship with them. Some of them have done business with someone else, right? 
since then. Shame on me. That's my fault because I didn't stay in touch as well as I should have. That person didn't get into my CRM and they didn't get on my uh, routine for whatever reason. We all do it. So we all do it. The goal is to identify it and then get back into relationship and, and add as much value as you can throughout the year so that you're reaching out to those folks on a regularly scheduled basis. Um, when your SOI gets big enough, you really will have some people to call every day. If it's a little bit smaller right now, that's okay. Then that should be part of your weekly reach outs, right? To have these real estate conversations. Um, if you're buying leads, you should be calling those leads, even the old ones, um, checking to see do people still want to buy. When I say call, I also mean text, email. I realize a lot of people prefer to text than take a phone call. So I think I tend to use that language, but in my daily activity, people are getting text messages, emails, and phone calls from me um, for me to reach out. They're not always answering the phone calls, but they are certainly a lot of times answering those text messages or emails. However it is that they like to communicate is how I'm going to communicate with them. Utilizing video text um, and video email, recording yourself and sending that out, whether you're using a Loom or a bomb bomb. If you have a few dollars to invest, I love bomb bomb because it tracks the opens and tells me when people are opening. So part of my daily routine, when I log into my CRM and I start to reach out to the SOI via text and email and phone, and I start to reach out to people that I can see are engaging with my website, one of the things I'm looking at is who's responding to my bomb bomb videos. A response for me is they watched it. A response for me is they watched it multiple times. Bomb will tell me they watched it four times, six times, 12 times. Guess what? Those people are getting a call from me. They're getting an engagement from me. They're getting a text message from me, um, perhaps a video text message because they're engaged with something that I've put out into the world multiple times. So there's some level of interest. There's a reason why they continue to watch. If you don't have view of that because you're using maybe a Loom system or you're just using your phone, look, you this, you can record a video on and send it to people. They'll get it and they'll be able to read it. You can also utilize the messenger function in your social media for these conversations, these contexts, these reach outs. I want you to track how much you're reaching out and then how many conversations you're having. So we have team members now that have committed to 40 or 50 uh, reach outs a day. And those many of those are resulting in five to six conversations, which are then turning into one or two consults, right? So this is what I want you to track is what is my daily activity? How much activity really depends on how many transactions you want to have. But I have agents now that want to do want to close two a month. So we'll just use those as an example. They want to close two a month. So their goal is to reach out to 50 people a day, 50 from a combination of sources, leads we have coming in, their SOI, people they've met at open houses, people that they meet on social media when they're in their groups, working their groups, wherever their business is coming from. Fisbos can be in there, expireds can be in there door knocking, if they did some door knocking, those folks can be in there, reaching out to 50 people a day and then tracking, did I reach out? Now a reach out can be a phone call with a voicemail, but how we do it is we do a phone call. If they don't answer, we immediately dial one more time, the double dial trick. If they still don't answer, we send a text message. 
we send an email. Provided we have all that information. We don't have an email. We have a phone number. We're sending a text message. Video text is what we prefer to send, right? What do we say in the video text? Well, it depends on who we're calling, right? If it's someone that came into our website, hey, I see you were looking at 123 Main Street. Wanted to help you set up a showing to see that one, right? Something like that. Let me know either way, right? Something like that. They can see my personality. Um, if it's SOI, hey, I'm reaching out, wanted to touch base, see how the house is, right? Maybe it's a house they purchased with us or see if I have one um, gentleman now that has been looking for a house for a while, but he's been a little bit quiet. So my video message to him this morning was, hey, hey, Eduardo, it's Amy. I've sent you some listings via email and text. Wanted to touch base and see if you're still hoping to buy a house in August. Let me know either way right? I want to open the door for them to communicate. So I do a lot of let me know either way in text or in video, because I want them to feel free to get back to me, right? In any way that they can, even if they can get back to me with the answer, no, or something has changed. People don't want to disappoint you, believe it or not. Most people don't want to disappoint you. So sometimes they'll go quiet because they don't want to tell you no, or that something has changed or not now or later. So I like to open the door for them to be able to tell me whatever it is they want to tell me. Let me know either way sort of gives them permission to tell me bad news. <clears throat> if there is bad news, often there is no bad news. It's just, oh, I've been really busy. Here's what's going on, right? Or they may feel they need to delay and I can say, let's have a conversation. Sometimes they're just feeling cold feet or someone has got to them with bad information and I can I can re, uh, I can help uh, reroute them, right? I can help them kind of see it from another perspective. And if we do need to wait, we need to wait. But a lot of times I find we don't. It's just a situation where they need to have a conversation with a professional, me, not with their friends, not with whatever they read on Google, with me, right? So that I can keep helping them move in the right direction. So tracking how many contacts we're tracking, we're doing 50 a day for my agents that want to do two deals. Um, then I'm saying how many conversations I would count a conversation where I sent something out and someone responded to me in a text message as a conversation. We count that because some people don't want to talk on the phone. I have had it almost entire transactions on text messages where we didn't meet them to the showing. So, or to the listing appointment, uh, lots of those. And it seems to be coming more and more common. So I count that. So if they respond and we have a little dialogue and text message, that's a conversation. So now I want to track how many people am I reaching out to? How many conversations is that turning into? Why do I want to track that, Amy? Seems like a bore. Well, number one, it's going to help you stay accountable. Did I really call 50 people today? Did I really have six conversations today or do I just think I did? Am I fooling myself? Because we all do it. I do it too, right? I have lazy days, lazy moments. If we're really building a business, if we worked for someone else and they were paying us money to do this, they would want to know how many people we tried, we attempted and how many people we talked to. And then they would want to understand our conversion rate. If I talk to six people, how many do I move to the next step? Man, this helps you so much to know how many people, if I talk to six people about real estate, how many of those can I move to a next step? If you start tracking that for yourself every day, you will learn so much. One, you're going to celebrate all the conversions. A conversion to me is someone I move to a next step. 
know I'm doing nothing and I can't move them anywhere goes into my follow-up, right? That's not a next step for me, right? So that's really not a conversion. But someone that says, I'll go into pre-approval, I'll get, I'll see what your loan officer has to say. That's a conversion. I converted them to the next step, the financial step, the pre-approval step. Will they buy? I don't know, right? But I converted them. A seller that invites me over for an appointment, right? Or gives me information on their home and is willing to do a Zoom call with me and their spouse. That's a next step, right? So that's a conversion. Is it a conversion to a sale? Not yet. But you want to count your conversions. If I talk to six people, how many did I move to a next step? And of course, how many did I move either to a signed contract, purchase agreement, or listing agreement, or not? How many did I do? The more you track that, you're going to understand your own conversion rate. You're going to understand your strengths. You can play to your strengths when you know what they are. You'll also understand your weaknesses and you can fix those. You can improve your weaknesses. I started out in the business as a buyer's agent. It just was what I did naturally. It is still often what I do naturally. Comes very naturally to me. I don't have to think about it. I'm very much a listing agent these days um, and have been for a while because I was able to put attention on that from tracking my own data, not to beat myself up, but from tracking my own data, I've been able to figure out, okay, how do I get really good at listings? We took six listings on my team last week. So two came from the team, four came from me. So we'll take a couple next week for sure. And I'll have two listing appointments tomorrow. So that will result in future, both of those tomorrow will result in future listings. But that's the kind of data that as an agent in the business, you need to know for yourself so that you can grow your, your own skill set, you can grow your business, but most importantly, you can celebrate your wins along the way because you'll have lots of them. And add to my database for my calls is a win for me. It's someone that's going to go in, they're going to get my newsletter, they're going to get my market updates. They're going to maybe get a CMA for me if they already own a property. I know a little bit about them. We're starting to get into relationship. Even if they're not doing anything right now, they're an ad. You want to be adding to your SOI. You want to be adding to your database every single day. So as I meet people and I connect with them and I learn something about them, I want to offer them something of value. If they're going to be a buyer, I'd love to send them future information about the market and interest rates. People are always interested in where are the interest rates going if they're thinking of purchasing. And then they can start to receive my messaging around um, you know, why the interest rates really shouldn't matter so much when you are actually ready to buy, right? Because prices will go up down the road if we wait too long. So it's the balance between the two. So if they're worried about interest rates and they're interested in learning more, they're not really sure what they're going to do. I can get them into my regular messages that I send via email to them. They're going to start to hear some messaging. Something's going to resonate with them. Eventually, they're going to want to connect with me again. And I'll keep following up, right? These are all following up. I can see through my CRM their engagement. So I can learn from how they're opening things when I should jump in and call to check on them, right? They don't know I'm watching. I'm stalking at its finest, but it's legal. 
No one gets hurt, but they get the information that they need so that you can help move them along on their journey. Um, And that's what it is for everyone, whether they're selling or buying, it's a journey. So having a routine where I get up in the morning and I do these things for myself, then I jump into my business and these are the things I do in my business to help generate. And then I have a portion of my day that's appointments, right? My appointments for me tend to be in late morning and afternoon, tend to keep that early part of the day open as much as I can for some administrative stuff, for the me stuff first, some administrative stuff, the calls, uh, the text, right? The the engagements that way. And then I can go on run appointments for the majority of my day. I want to spend the majority of my time as an agent in lead generation and conversion and then appointments and writing contracts, right? That's where I want to spend the majority of my day. When I find myself doing too much paperwork, I know I need to leverage that out to a transaction coordinator, to someone else. And we have those people in place now. So that's really what we want our data to look like. And the most important thing, and I don't care if you track it on a one sheet piece of paper, right? Take a one sheet piece of paper. Um, we can even create one for everyone. I am sure I have one where we're just tracking how many conversations did we have Um how many of those people resulted in converse in uh, well, how many people did we call? How many of those resulted in conversations? How many of those moved to a next step? What was the next step, right? And using your CRM to manage all of that for you, right? And then knowing this is the these are the times of the day that I go on appointments. Can you adjust that? Sure, you can adjust that if you feel you need to, as long as you don't abandon your lead generation and conversion for appointments. We tend to do that. I have so many appointments today, I just won't try to drum up any new business. Our job every single day, every single day as realtors is to meet one person that wants to work with us. That's it. Seems sim- it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Every day, my goal is to find one person that wants to do business with me, someone I know or someone new. I don't care. But one person every single day that wants to give me a listing, buy a house with me, something. That's my job is to meet them. And then my job is to stay engaged with them until they do so. I had somebody that closed down a property this week that I've been engaged with and working with for two years close on their first home. When I met them, they were ready to go, but financially they weren't ready to go. So they learned a lot and we stayed engaged all this time and now they own a home. So that's our job. Meet a person every single day and then stay engaged with them until they buy or sell with us forever. That's our job every single day. So we need to have those activities in place I promise you, I'm a living example. I did something else for 25 years. I've been doing this now. This is my 11th year in the business. And I I have promised you that if you commit to daily activities, every day that you work, day over day, like I've described, you will build a business that is a business that produces income for you that you need and want every single month forever. My superpower is from month six in the business through today, I have produced the income I desire every single month. And those numbers have changed year over year where I started with a survival number. Okay, I left my corporate job and I gave up all my benefits and I have no money anymore. So what do I need? Okay, that's where I started. My income goal started with what I needed to survive. 
over time, I developed what I wanted each month, what I needed and what I wanted each month. And then I've allowed that to grow as my business has grown. Everybody can do this. And I'm telling you, the number one thing is having that routine in place where, okay, know where I get business. We talked about that. I know where it comes from, right? Now, just working that plan every single day and tracking my conversions, tracking my next steps, I think is super important so that I can look at my business daily, weekly, and then in those 90-day windows. We're in August right now, guys. So we're building September, October, and November, right? Pretty soon, we're going to be in September. We're going to be building October, November, and December. I look at my business always in 90-day future blocks, and that's how I'm building. And I'm building to what I know that I need. So some of my agents now are building to two closings a month, which means we're building out four contracts a month in case something falls apart. And wouldn't it be nice to have three closings instead of two, right? Or even all four. So we're building towards four a month, but our goal for them is they want two a month. I can't tell you what your goal should be. I know what my goal is. I know I want to be closing personally, personal productions, at least six to eight a month. That's what I want to be closing in my market. Your market may be different because your average price point may be higher. Your commissions may be higher. Maybe you don't want to close that many transactions. The numbers don't matter relative to that. What does matter is that you're making the money you want to make and you understand how to build the activity level to deliver those dollars. And if you need help figuring that out, you need to reach out to me. So don't be shy. You can find me on Facebook. Just message me. I'm always willing to give my time. Um, I'll give anybody a 30-minute call that wants one. So to try to hash this out. But that that's what I want to leave you with today is we figured out last week, where's our business going to come from? This time, I want you to know, you know where it's coming from. Put together your daily routine so that you can start to commit to that. Next week, we'll talk about how the heck do we commit to that daily routine, but put together that daily routine and make sure that you are um, tracking your conversions, tracking those conversations and tracking those conversions to a next step. That's all the time I have for today. I'll see everybody next week. Have a great one. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.